It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. So excited you decided to join us today. Before I jump into the podcast, go over and leave a five-star review. We really love those reviews. Leave some comments. I read all of them, and we would really appreciate that. But before we get started, I would definitely want to give a big shout-out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market, bar none. Um, mention Coach Unplugged, you get $450 off, and you'll get the best customer service you'll ever expect. Um, just mention Coach Collins, and they'll take really good care of you. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the, it is the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's something... You know, when I started teachhoops.com, it was, uh, it, it was something, it was, it was what I would have wanted as a young coach before, you know, all the, the state championships and all the nationally ranked teams that I've coached. Um, and not to brag, just to, to kind of tell um, kind of my journey, I would have killed for this stuff because it would have made my life so much easier, a little bit of everything that you need to become a better basketball coach. And we are the only people out there that offer 14 day free trial because we believe in it so much. Um, follow the roadmap, work on your craft and um, you get me one-on-one mentoring. So I can't imagine anything better than that. I don't know. Um, anyway, go over and check it out. And let's head off to the podcast. So I read this article about halfway through the pandemic that when you're when your when your um, son or daughter leave the house after high school, not you you have seven percent of the of the time you're going to have together the rest of your life is ninety three percent of that time that that they'll spend with their parents. Ninety three percent is in that from the day they're born until they're eighteen. And then the rest of their life is 7%. Because think about it. He's going to come home. He's going to visit. He might come home for some. He might even come home for summers, maybe for three or four years. Mm -hmm. Then he's going to be off. He should be. He's leaving the nest. 93% is in those years. So I think about me. my my, My parents are in their 80s. So that's from the point I graduated in high school in 85 until now has been 7% of the time I've spent with my parents. Is that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. 
So enjoy that. Yeah. And you have a good window right now. Well, how old's your daughter? Six? Six. Oh, that's a great six to six to eleven is the magic window. I'm telling you. It's when they still love you. (laughs) And they'll pay attention. It's like six to six. Yes. There are no diapers. Mm -hmm. Six to eleven. Perfect window. It is. Enjoy that window. Uh, do you have any superstitions? Oh gosh, uh, I've, I've run through superstitions. I don't have one that that stands the test of time. When I was in high school, uh, I had uh, uh, my I have family in North Louisiana, and I grew up going to Louisiana Tech basketball camp. Uh, both my grandparents graduated from there, and uh, I would always get a pair of shorts uh, every summer at Louisiana Tech basketball camp, and I had to wear those under my high school uniform. Um. um but I go through, uh, I go through windows of, uh, when I was at Memorial high, if I played a zombie video game during the sophomore team game, prior to my freshman a game, the varsity team would win that night. And so I've had, so every game night I had to get on my phone and play a zombie video game because that was my duty to the varsity. Um, and then, uh, you know, I'll, I'll go like, uh, a certain hoodie will become lucky in tournament time. A certain polo will become lucky. Uh, so I don't have one. Oh, uh, one, one has stood the test time. I have to have empty pockets when I'm on the bench coaching. I don't know why. I don't know if it's a balance or a chi thing, but at the, at the beginning of the game, like right before the ball goes up, I'm just emptying my pockets, either handing my assistance thing, saying, I need you to take this. I can't have this on me. Or I'm I'm filling my backpack up with keys and phone. I can't have anything in my pockets when I coach a game. So here's what I tell people: so I, I believe rituals are important more than superstitions. Hundred percent. And that's what I tell the players: don't you're not going to win or lose because you put your left shoe on first. But it, you know, I get them dressed up or in ties. We do shoot rounds in the morning because I want them to start thinking about the game. That's part of it mm-hmm. um, because they're te- they're teenagers. Um, my worst one was when one of my undefeated seasons, I had to have like a number five for McDonald's and it was like 27 of them later. Yeah, that's, like that's, oh. that's tough because once you start that, you can't stop. You can't, yeah. Like you don't want to be the guy that stops it. Uh, yeah. I, I don't have, I don't have, tend to have a lot of them anymore. Like I'm, a, I'm always the last one on the bus. Like there's some stuff that like coaches, like mm-hmm. I have to be the last person on the bus. So I'll literally get off the bus and get back onto the bus. There's things like that. <laughs> and, and, and the things like, but, but there's some, and the, and the, and the boys will mention it to me sometimes if I don't like, you know, um, do some of them like, Oh, you got to do this. or got to do that. Um, describe your perfect player in five words. Perfect player in five words. Uh, he's coachable. He's resilient. He's the leader. Uh, he's skilled and he's smart. Uh, best basketball player you have seen in person. Best basketball player I've seen in person. Derrick Rose. Okay. It was uh, so the final four was in Houston when Derrick Rose was at Memphis. And this is, I'm 37 and you've got a couple of years on me. Um, but that dates me a little bit that I saw Derrick Rose play in college. And uh, it was, either, no, it was, it was the regional tournament. It wasn't the final four. It was the regional tournament. And he got a steal at his defensive free throw line. But they were running a. They were the other team was running a set where there wasn't anybody up high, so it was just daylight. And to watch him take that ball from about seventy five feet from his free from the opposite free throw line to a two hand dunk was the fastest and most athletic thing I've ever seen. 
it was incredible. And, and that moment sticks out to me just like how special that was, you know? Right. No, I, I mean, I, we all have those, those specific one moments. Who's the best basketball player of all time? It's Jordan and it's Jordan and everybody else. Uh, What's your, what's your most commonly used learning tool or basketball resource? Most commonly used learning tool or basketball resource. Uh, I'll tell you the resource that I use. It's not a learning tool, but I use it. Uh, I, if you, I sent my practice plans as an attachment, as a, prep for this it's an app on my phone okay it's an it's a practice plan app on my phone i can plan practice from anywhere um and it's it's really easy to load in drills and set time for practice and then it gives you the option to view what you've done as a pdf and i i i air print it from anywhere on campus and they're ready to go i like that okay um if you could only teach one skill what would it be ball handling Really? Why? Because ball handling is one of the ball handling and defense are really the only skills that you can, that you can see immediate growth in that's proportional to the time you put in. Okay. Shooting, shooting is an inexact, shooting is an inexact science and its growth is messy. Um, teaching a kid to make good decisions and be a good passer, that growth is messy. He's going to make mistakes. He's going to turn the ball over on that path to learning it. But if you got enough basketballs and you can put a basketball in everybody's hand for about eight minutes of practice, you're going to see immediate growth in your, in your supplemental players as ball handlers. I've had years, like I've had years where I got to the point where everybody on my team that wasn't a post could use a ball screen just because I, we worked on enough ball handling that they could do it. They couldn't score out of it, but they could take a ball screen and make the next read and keep the offense moving because we devoted eight to 10 minutes to everybody having a ball in their hand. That, I love that. I love that. That's a golden nugget for me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deep dive into that. On my, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to go for a long walk. I'm going to deep dive into that in my oh, head. So, it was, so you talk about rituals. Uh, I hired an incredible assistant coach last year that's a skill guy. So I'm not the skill guy anymore, but before he came on campus, I was the skill guy. And my ritual was while I had the kids doing their warm-up drills, I'm dropping cones for how we're going to do ball handling for the next eight, 10, 15 minutes. And I just, I believe that I can put a basketball in your hand for, you know, anywhere between five and 15 minutes a day, you're going to grow in that. And we're gonna be able to see that in game. You basically just gave me my discussion for my coaching meeting on Tuesday because we're going to dive into that. I, I, love, I love that because I think I, I, it's the math. I, I think you might. I, I think that I think that's I think you're right. I think I don't know if I can make you a better shooter in the four months I have you. I think I can maintain. Um, 100%. I think in the off season it might be shooting. I think I can yes. grow you from now. But in, no, April. Ball handling. Ball handling is the most one-to-one time we put in to growth ratio I've ever seen in anything I've coached. Okay, so everyone that's listening to this, that this might be the golden nugget of the month. I'm telling you, I'm <laughs> very rarely am I lost for words. I am lost for words right now because I've really never thought about that aspect of it. It's one of the reasons I do this podcast. You just literally put something in my head that I have not thought about. 
This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. But I think, I, I, I would say you're 90, I, if I was betting right now, I'd say you're 90% right when I really start thinking about it. But, wow, okay, that's good. So, no, okay. so, so just, just to expound on that a little bit, um, we've got a, I've got a cone drill that I do. I stole it from the last head coach. The last head coach that was my boss before I became a head coach, um, he'd put a cone kind of in the slot and we would just dribble into ball screens and dribble out of ball screens all the different ways you can dribble out of ball screens and read it. We drill that. That's part of my ball handling routine. And so and I have the had, cone as a screener. Yeah. The cones, the, the cones, the screener. And you just, here's how you, you do that probably every other day along with your normal ball handling routine. And what, what are you, what are your reads off the, the ball screen? Um, let's see here. There's the four, there's four main ones that we drill and they're all yeah. individual. Um, one is uh, the lazy big man that sits back at kind of the nail. Yep. Uh, so you, you see that gap and you come off the screen hard, get downhill, and then either pull up short of the big man or make a second move on the big man. Okay. The next one is the hard show with no uh, – sorry. The next one is the hard show with contact. So the big man has a hand on the back of the screener, and you've got to string him out before you – at you hard. Yeah, so, so he hedges hard, but he's got a hand on the screener, so there's no gap to shoot. Okay. So we work on the crab dribble, the slow crab to set him up, and then there's that moment where he doesn't know if he's going to stay on you or switch back to his man, Okay. and you wait for that moment, and that's when you attack. And then okay. comes the hard show with no contact that we teach him how to snake or split. Okay. And then, uh, then we throw hand grenades to our lift guy out of the trap. Oh, if you throw it back to the guy that set the screen. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not sorry. Not it's it. You can do it to the screener. You can ball screen and pop, or we lift a guy out of the corner that's coming up to relieve pressure because you oh, got so it's right behind you. Like you almost. can you can do it either way. You can okay. do it either way. I've done I've done it where we throw it back to the screener, and I've done it where ball side corner lifts and we throw there. So we that those are the four that we drill. That? I love that. That's okay. and that's that's on my that's on my YouTube channel is that ball handling series. It is. I'll put that it's in the show notes. It. It's me doing it, so it looks terrible. But uh, <laughs> but you'll well, see it. What's the name of your YouTube channel? Uh, it's called Hoops on the Brain. Um, uh, it was a pandemic project. I did it because I wanted to uh, show my kids the skills I wanted them working on in their driveway. Right. And, and then it just became other things. I interviewed coaches. Uh, talked to a college coach, a, a friend of mine, about the transfer portal. Little, Just little fun things like that. 
Okay. Um, and it's something I'm hoping to pick up more this summer. Uh, I'm okay if I if if I label it a pandemic project, and that's what it was. It uh, but it's always there's been a lot of there's me. been a lot of YouTube channels, podcasts, Twitter, a lot of yeah. things started that I think are some will stay, um, but some won't. Uh, all right, shot clock, yes or no? Absolutely, yes. Okay. I hate that Texas doesn't have it. We we don't have enough time because we're already an hour and a half in, but. I, the reason I'm a no, and I don't really care that much, is I think it makes high school unique. Okay. That that every game, like, I, it becomes more of a chess match. If you watch Collegiate or even Pro, they're all kind of the same game. But mm-hmm. if I go to Texas and I go to Wyoming and I go to Florida and I go to Maine, I'm going to see all different styles of basketball, and mostly that's because there's no shot clock. See, but, um, you're, but you're the math teacher. You'd be in a timeout running those numbers, knowing exactly how you're going to get two for one. I would. I, I don't think it wouldn't. I don't think it wouldn't be bad for me. I just think it's one of those things that makes it what high. I I think it's the purest game there is is high school basketball. Mm-hmm. I agree because it's not exploited by you know AAU or summer. It's not exploited by college. It is pure for the most mm-hmm. part. People coach for in high school for the most part because they want to be teachers and they want to teach the game. And then yeah. you can run Princeton. I can run flex. I can, there's a reason there's a reason. Anyway, there'll be a lot of, there's going to be a lot of zone, a lot of two, two for the States that run it. There's a lot of like, I'm going to take time off the clock. I'm going to two, two, one, you, I'm going to match up zone you. I'm going to switch. I just think it makes it more unique. That's the only reason I'm against it. But anyway, I, it's going to come eventually. I think um, longer now because of the pandemic, I think because of the cost. Yeah. Um, I think, it, I think I got set back a little bit. Um, one thing you change about the game. One thing I would change about the game. I'm, I'm bitter, but, uh, I've never had, I've never had a team. That's the best athletes on the floor. I'm probably never going to have an undefeated season. Like I'm the, right now I'm the king of the 19 wins season. That's, that's me. Not, I've had people love, I've that. had three of them. Yeah. I've had three of them. And, uh, every time, uh, you know, and, and this and this goes back to the shot clock thing. Um, you know, you get down, you, you you're playing against a team that's far superior to you, but you're you're in it, and you, your kids are believing they can win, and you're down four with four minutes to go, and they go to that corner across half court and just take the air out of the ball. Um, if so, the shot the shot clock for me fixes that and keeps me in games that I've lost by four or six and had to foul. But from the math standpoint, if there's more possessions, the better team's going to win. Not, a, but I mean, the law of large numbers, probably more possessions. Right. If I'm better than you, I want more possessions. If I'm not, if I'm the underdog, I want less possessions. I agree, but if I'm down four or six in the fourth, I need more possessions. I, I, you, you, but you're, you're <laughs> it's a stats teacher. You're taking a snapshot of one little thing. That is hap- yeah, yeah. I, I, I hear what you're saying. I think the shot clock, I think the shot clock actually hurts the underdog. Interesting. You know, on on the meta, it does. On, on the, the meta, meta, it does. I think, but, it situa- does. but situationally, it can help the underdog. Because I, I would, because because if I'm the underdog, I would figure out how I could do that to other teams. See, and that's this. This is the thing. Like, I'm chasing a rabbit here. Go with me. But there's probably. 12 to 18 teams that just have superior talent in your state. And it doesn't matter who coaches them. A trained chimp could take them to a 20 win season. Yep. For, for the rest of us, coaching matters. 
Yep. And the way I beat those 20 teams, if I'm not one of those 20 teams, is I'm going to control every aspect of the game. Mm -hmm. I might come down and take a minute and a half off the clock, and I might do a matchup when I'm normally a man team. I am going to dictate to you more. Yes. And it's only when I get close. Yeah. But that, and, and I'll tell you, it's easier to dictate a team what a team does when the shot clock and time is a factor. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And so that's, that's why the shot clock would benefit me. Yeah. And I'm bitter that I don't have one. Okay. Uh, uh, charge circle, yes or no? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, favorite quote? A uh, favorite quote is, and I'm going to misquote it, but it's basically, uh, don't be afraid that kids aren't listening to you. Be terrified that they're always watching you. Oh yeah, here I got it. I got it for you right here. It says, "Don't worry that children never listen to you. Worry that they are always watching you." Love that. Um, quarters or halves? Mm, I'm okay with quarters. Not mad at quarters. Free timeouts. Yeah, that's what I miss. We're halves, um, and you have to play more kids, and there's a better flow to the game. Um, mm. But I but I miss the quarter timeout a lot. That's interesting. Um, I've never, I didn't know they were going to halves for high school. Yeah, we were two 18-minute halves, so we get four extra minutes. Um, no extra timeouts. Um, so it's more of a – I feel more like a collegiate coach in the sense that yeah. you can't play 36 minutes. I got are, are you still three fulls, two thirties? Interesting. And, I, and, and the thing is, it's like you watch a college game, no one plays 40 minutes. Mm-mm. Right. So no one's going to play. No one's going to play an entire high school game. you got to rest them at some point. Um, it's just too long. 18 minutes is just too long to go. And yeah. go hard. See, we're, we're still we're still eight minute quarters. And there's two kids that I that I didn't take out. Best basketball coach of all time. Best basketball coach of all time. John Wooden. OK. Jump ball. Yes or no. I don't. Oh, OK. Do you think we should keep the jump ball at the beginning of a game? Yes or no. Oh yeah, why not? I, I I mean because they're horrible at tossing it. They are horrible at tossing it. And, and so and, so so it's one possess- so the visiting team, the universal rule in the world should be the visiting team gets the ball. Period. And I mean and then it's alternating be- possession the rest of the game. Yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't bother me. Because I don't I don't mind the jump ball. I know, but no one practices it. Nope. And they're horrible at tossing it. I have not found a ref that has been good at tossing it. Because they don't do it. Like, if we're the NBA and we jump ball every ball, then they'd be good at it, and our guys would be good at it, or our gals would be good at it. But no one does it. It's a stupid, archaic thing that people have kept. <laughs> they need to get, is, I'm, on, I'm on a mission to get rid of the jump ball. This is the first hot take on the jump ball I've ever heard. Uh, is, is this a thing? No. It, for me, it is. Okay. Okay. I am personally on a mission to get rid of the jump ball. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay. Because there's no reason to have it. Like, most gyms don't even... With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. 
When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You can have the, the complete circles anymore on, by the free throw line. Mm-mm. So it's like, why do, we, why do we do it? Because we're not, it's like me, it's like testing them on something we don't teach all year. It's going to be in the final though. Like, and you start overtime with it. So yeah. overtime is actually relatively important. Mm-hmm. And you start a, with a jump ball. So, oh, they get to do two that game. That's why, anyway, I'm the only person that cares about this. Trust me, the, the, the trolls and the Twitter haters come out when I bring this up on Twitter. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, I love this. I love oh, this. Oh, they hate. It's like, boom. It's like, why? they can't come up with a reason why we keep it. Yeah, I literally just get in. I just literally get in a defensive. Like, everybody's on my side of half court. And if we win, great. We're going to go set up half court offense. If we lose, don't, you know. Again, it's the teacher in me. Think about the exit. So you and I are playing each other, okay? I'm coming to your place. I get the ball to start the game. Think what you're going to think about. You're going to think about, okay, they get the ball. I'm going to do this to them, or I'm going to trap them, or I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to change the next possession. Mm -hmm. I mean, the chess match is so much better that if you knew every game you played, the visiting team got to start at half court. I think, think about all the coaching that would have to go on. Like what kind of, how are you going to get the ball in? How are you going to do this? The reason I'm on this is because I got, I had an official two years ago that called a foul on the jump ball to my player. What? Called a foul. I've never heard of that. Nope. That's what I told him too. He wasn't real happy with me. It was like, and it wasn't a foul. Like it was like their arms got caught together because he was going. Yeah. It's not like he was pulling. If he was, and I watched the film. If he was doing one of those things where you grab or you pull right. down, absolutely. No, this is the nicest kid ever. Like going to be the a two kids just got tangled up. That's good. I mean, it didn't really even get tangled up. It wouldn't. It was a no call. It was like a toss it again. Your toss was horrible. But anyway. You didn't think I was going to end with this, did you? So here's the last question I ask everybody. One bit of advice you'd give your younger self. One bit of advice I would give my younger man. You've been you've been so rapid fire with just hot takes. Mm-hmm. This, this is, is I always end with I always end with this one. Um, it it would it would be about what I've learned about how to treat kids. It would not be a basketball thing. It would just be the more patience and the more love you can give a kid. That's what you need to do. Um. You know, if you have a chance to kick a kid off the team or put in a plan that keeps him on the team, but he's got to do certain things to stay in the good graces of you and the team, you do that. You know, it, it give kids just continue to give kids opportunities because that's what we're here to do. Yeah, you know, I, and, and I, I don't normally answer this question, but we're 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 going on an hour and a half, so I think I will. Uh, I I tell younger coaches. Keep the keep the highs not so high and the lows not so low. I just remember in my twenties and thirties when we, I mean, literally the when we lost our first state championship game, our state championship, and it, we lost it to we were undefeated. We lost in the finals. Mm-hmm. I it, I got too low on that, and then I got too yeah. high the next year when we won it. It's yeah. like you got to there's got to be a little bit of a balance there. It's like it's okay. You'll be okay if you lose it and you'll be okay if you win it. It's not going to be like a little bit you more know, of like, well, 
I like that because it also, you know, even in game, your highs and lows, it goes back to the, to my quote, kids are watching you. Yeah. And so like when I was, uh, when, when kids do something good in the first quarter and you celebrate that and come unglued and you're jumping and pumping your fists, you've now put the kids on an emotional path where they're going to crash by the fourth quarter because they burned all their high emotion. Right. Right. Yeah. I never, and I give this advice to young coaches too. I said, you don't have to rev them up on the big game. You should be like, you should be like Jerry Seinfeld. on like, even Steven right in the middle, man, because mm-hmm. they're already, they know it's, you don't, you know, you might have to get them up for a game that you're 30 points better, but you don't need to get them up for the big game, man. Yeah, because if they ain't up, you're not going to win anyway. So, right, don't worry about it. Um, all right, thanks, Coach. I'm going to literally go walk my dogs, but thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. No, man, I really appreciate the invite. I had a great time. Hey, everybody, hope you enjoyed that. If you want to support us, you want to help us keep the lights on here at teachups.com, go over, join 14 day free trial, and then stop the car, subscribe, like, Apple five star review. That would be good. All right, maybe have a good day. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.